to listen to an episode from the Screen Caring Archive. A word of caution, these recordings are raw and unedited. They date back to as early as 2016 and were under an older rendition of the podcast. Keep in mind that you may come across references that may seem outdated and the overall quality may not be up to today's standards. Nevertheless, we believe that these unpublished episodes remain significant and deserve your attention. Therefore, we ask you to sit back, relax, and enjoy. Today we're talking about uh, we're talking about the the nostalgia industry once again. Um, yeah, going off of uh, reboots, remakes, and remasters. Um, you know, the l- last episode we um, we got the idea. You know, like what games would we would we want to see remade? How would we do it? Why? Um, so so we made a list of um, just a bunch of games that that we think deserves more attention than than what they got. And, you know, whether we would reboot, remake, or remaster them. So, today we're going to talk about, uh, for this first segment, we're going to talk about three games. And just, you know, talk about uh, what we would do with them. Uh, how we would maybe, you know, revitalize them. And uh, we'll go from there. So, what do, what do we got on the on the queue? So, the first on the list is The Suffering. Nice. The Suffering was a duology that came out on... Uh, PS2. PS2 and Xbox. And Xbox? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that's right. It came out on PS2 and Xbox. I don't know if the first one was on Xbox. Um, I know the second one was. Yeah. Um, in, either way, um, The Suffering. So, would we want to... Oh, it, well, let's talk about it a little bit. It's a, sure. It was a horror game. Right. In the... What would you compare it to? So it it was a third person shooter like Max Payne. Yes, but there was this supernatural horror element to it. Yes, because um it was a it was a lot like um um not like Silent Hill, but it was more action packed than than horror. Um, you know, it wasn't a survival horror game because it was really like the shooting was was the main thing, but it was um it was really creepy like um like twisted kind of like a um like a like a, a, a it reminded me a lot of manhunt okay yeah, sure yeah it was kind of like a grindhouse film yeah yeah it was really you know just just r-rated and, and it was, you know it's super unique i think it even i think it even took place in the 70s so they were trying to capture that yep you know that uh the, the grindhouse feel and it felt like a, um i don't know like a john carpenter movie something you know um, it, was re- it was super dark. Um, you know, look it up if you haven't heard of it. You know, don't listen to us talk about it. Go go check it out because it w- it was it was really cool for a lot of reasons. Um, and uh, and they made two of them, but then uh, I guess both on the on sixth generation. Yeah, so they, six or seven. They haven't made a, a six. It was six. Yeah, so that was a, you know the PS2, GameCube, and Xbox era. And of course, you just don't make games for the GameCube because. Well, why would you? You've got the lowest uh, install base, but um, you know, really solid games. Nothing mind blowing, but you know, the, the first one sold well <clears throat> enough to deserve a sequel. Had nothing to do with the movie that came out last year, by the way. There was a movie last year called The Suffering. What? Okay, yeah, I haven't even heard of that. I would have just assumed it was the game, unless I saw the year. But um, it's been it's been over ten years since um, 
since the suffering too. Um, so you know, called ties that bind. Ties that bind. The suffering too. Ties that bind. I don't know what that's a reference to, but um, yeah, what would you do with it? Would you reboot it? Would you remake it? Or would you remaster the originals? Because of I, I liked the way the gameplay was and the overall feel, I would remake it. Really? I, w- I wouldn't want to really change much. Okay. So you, just, you would just redo all the assets? Yeah. Okay, yeah, no. That's... Not a remaster, though. Right. Because maybe they can adjust the story a little bit, the plot. Okay, I um, see, yeah. Because um, I, I would be... I would. Um, be satisfied with a remaster, right? But I would like to see a remake. Okay, yeah. So would you? Would you make any significant changes? Um, and may more. Um, I mean, maybe just add more features to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm, I, I don't. See... I can't remember exactly what the different features are were in the game besides just point and shoot. Right. Right. But well, the first one had this. No, I would make it single player, very linear. Yeah. And Definitely. no, <laughs> no RPG elements. Of course. Oh yeah, because you know they'd try and funnel that in with a remake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I see what you're saying. Um, the 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 two games I actually haven't had a chance to play the second one, um, because I was never able to finish the first, which I, I'm disappointed <laughs> about. But but I played enough of it to know what was going on. Um, yeah. You know, and you had you had kind of like it was like this almost halfway morality system mm-hmm. where there were like a lot of decisions that you could make throughout the course of the game and it would affect the ending. So it starts off you're this, this character who is in prison um, and he's, he's, he's uh, sent to jail for killing his wife and kids. Um, and depending on how many innocent people you murder throughout the game, that mm-hmm. determines what your ending is. Um, so, you know, if you, if you're this saintly Jesus person, by the end, it could turn out that you were framed, and you know. But if you kill everybody, it's like you know you did it, and you drowned your wife in the tub, and it's like whoa, this is super dark. I can't handle it. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. It was that's great. But another thing that was cool um, that that I thought was was interesting is that all the enemies that you fight because they're these these you know horrific supernatural monsters, but every single one is based on a specific type of execution. You remember that? Yes. So and they all did, had these cool names. So the one the one that was based. On the lethal injection was called the mainliner, and then there was one that was based on you know um, you know uh, death by a firing squad, um, and I forget uh, what the name was, but it was like this giant hulking thing that had like guns on its back, um, you know like tentacles that and it would you know shoot at you. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, and man. that was kind of cool. That was really creative, actually. Um, you know, so I would I would. If I were to remake it, I would uh, I, maybe I would include different execution monsters. Um, I just don't want to see the same ones. Yeah, no, of course I'd want to <laughs> see the same ones, but I'd I'd add others others too, or you know. Yeah. Um, but I personally, I I actually, just like you said, since it it still holds up pretty well, I would just remaster it. Um, you know, just update. You just every, go. You just remaster it. I'd do a remaster because it's 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 still it holds up well enough you don't really need to um you know to to remake it it would or just to, to completely redo everything over again from scratch i think it might be uh too much i think it's good enough as it is it just could need it, it could use a fresh coat of paint updated textures a higher resolution okay i will um i'll settle for a remaster 
That's what I would, that's just what I would do. I mean, you can remake it if you want. You know, it's up to you. So, so that's the suffering. Go check it out if you uh, if if you haven't seen it. It's great. Uh, it's scary, but it's 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 also not scary because you know you get you get guns and uh, oh, and you can turn into that 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 monster thing. Is it? I don't know if that's a spoiler. Yeah, like a rage mode. Yeah, yeah. It has like this like a, a rage mode where you like or a devil were, trigger. Were the all were all the enemies like basically hallucinations? Possibly. Uh, no, they weren't because because they would kill other people too. Maybe that was a maybe that was a different game I'm thinking of then. I mean, a lot of games do that. But um, what was I gonna say? I don't know. You know, if you like if you like games where you go to prison, it's uh, this is the game for you. So, what's next on our list? Um, next game is Zone of the Enders. Zone of the Enders. Why? Why? Why have you forsaken me? Um, man, this is a tough pill to swallow. Even even bringing bringing that game up is just because we know Konami's not going to touch it. But if we could, what would we do? Reboot, remake, or remaster? Was it originally a Konami game? Yes. Okay. Well, tell us a, a little bit, uh, just briefly, what what is it? So. Um, Zoe, Zoe, if you want to, however you want to pronounce it, um, it was, um, it's a, it's a mech game. You, you play a giant robot, but what made it so special is that it doesn't play like a giant robot game. You're not, you know, stomping around in these, you know, bulky mechs and, you know, like you move like a really, really spry, really agile, athletic type of, uh, of of person so so it was like you play in these these gigantic cities and the, like the levels are, are these these pretty big cities and so mm-hmm. you, and you tower over these buildings um but you know you but you, you you're really quick you're you're fast you're you know and and it, it it was super smooth so it's just like mechs against mechs it's yeah you, so you fight robots but it's just it's smooth are they and, robots or are they giant suits like in pacific room um yeah there it's a mech suit for okay. for the, the 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 orbital frame, so there are these these ro- the big piloted robots are called orbital frames, and that those actually have live pilots. But then you actually you have these drones, and okay. they're, like, they're like the minion enemies that you fight. That makes sense. Um, but it was just you know it's just, the graphics were incredible and it, it was super fast paced and and uh, you know we got two games and a, a GBA t- strategy game, and then the, the the series was pretty much abandoned. So. There were talks. There was a, an interview. Or, or no, they did. There was a, a press conference with Kojima and Yoji Shinkawa, the art director, and they had sketches up. And they looked yeah. they looked phenomenal. I remember that game. The combat in that game was really fun. It was so fun because it was, was yeah. fast paced and just you know it looked really flashy and, and yeah. good. Um, so, reboot, remake, remaster. You know there. I, I think the second one actually ended on on kind of a cliffhanger. So, I I don't think I would do any of those. I think this game You'd sequel it. I this game deserves a new entry in the series. I would give it a sequel, a completely new entry. So we might have to to um, you know talk about that another time. All right, yeah. sequel it. Put put in the sequel pile. This game deserves a sequel, and you know it, Konami. If you're listening, and I know you're not, but if you are. 
you know, have me do it. I will, I will design the whole thing. It'll be great. Make you money and make everybody happy. Um, moving on. Okay. What's next on the list? Next is Armored Core. Oh, another mech game. What are the odds? <laughs> Did we do it on purpose? No, actually. We just, we just were naming random games and uh, yeah, Armored Core happened to be one of them. Um, but this was, this was a game that you recommended. Um, yes. So, because I enjoyed all of them. Or I enjoyed the ones that I have played. I haven't played all of them. I've played a, a small handful. Right, right. But um, I enjoyed them because I loved the ability. I loved the... the the um you know playing as a giant mech fighting other mechs and right. um and upgrading customizing yeah, right right customizing i would just go into the customization like garage or whatever and just like yeah, fuck with it <laughs> i guess it was so much fun if i had to just describe armored core i think it would be something like japan's interpretation of the mech warrior series yeah because um, it's really, you know, Japanese style. Uh, it's more like a Gundam compared to, like, a you know, a battle mech from, from the yeah. Mech Warrior series. So the, the dynamic of the game was you fighting another, one other mech. Okay. And it's all one-on-one, isn't it? The whole game was just one-on-one. I know that's what Virtual On was like, which was also cool. Um, uh, but Because um, I don't remember it being, like... Any army based or I, I remember story, it being sort of like a story. Well, mode, it depends on on um, on which game in the series you're talking about. Yeah, because okay. there were I think the, the first one I played did like have one on like one. a one on one mode, but the, for the most part it was like a standard uh, third person shooter. Okay. Yeah, and there were like you know you had like different enemy classes and uh, and then yeah. you'd, you'd fight a final boss. Um, so, but I remember my experience with them was like I could never wrap my head around the controls. They, the controls were so complex. They just yeah, and they didn't they weren't optimized well at all. But yeah. uh, but it was still cool just you know putting a mech together. I never I, I sucked at that game. Yeah, but you know <laughs> hey, you build a robot and that was the coolest part. Um, so yeah, there should be a, uh, you know how what would you do like like I'd reboot it. You'd reboot it. Yeah, I'd start over. I know there's been like what five. There's, there's been, been like a million of them. About five. Yeah, but. Which is why I think it should be rebooted. Just start it over. Just start over from scratch. Um, yeah. I would, uh, yeah, I'd have don't to don't stray with that. too far, right? Don't stray too far from the original series, yeah. But you know, I would completely agree get at with it that. with fresh eyes, right? Right, <laughs> and and also, you know, modern day design principles that yes would make it not play like ass. That would be great, um, yeah. So, yeah, I think um, it should be rebooted. We should, uh, it should just start, start over from scratch and. And just and just revitalize the brand name, keep keep the the spirit of the series alive, but you know don't try and uh, it would just be called Armored Core, not Armored Core Six. Just you know, Armored yeah, everybody's Core. doing it nowadays anyway. Yeah, and 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 have it on PC with uh with an unlocked frame rate, and uh, oh that would look so good. Yeah, uh, if there was a a, a a rebooted Armored Core game for PC. It would definitely include a benchmark test. Man, I can I can see it now. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Getting twelve frames. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> With two ten eighty TIs. Right, yeah. I, you know, I, over, I overclocked the crap to heck and back, but you know, yeah. Um you know, I remember Armored Core three, I think, had these huge levels. Um and um 
but they were kind of empty. But, you know, there's no shortage of, of mech games. But I think, it, I don't know, it's kind of on the decline now. We might... It is, We kind of have a, we have a shortage. The only thing we have is Titanfall. Oh, uh, okay, that doesn't count. Yeah, I don't count that either. So we, we're kind of on the, we're, we have a, like a shortage of mech games. So I think Armored Core is a great opportunity to, uh, you know, to, to, you know, to bring, bring the, the mech love back. You know, even you know, even Gundams. I think we're uh, we're, we're lacking good uh, good Gundam stuff too. Yeah, we kind of rushed through these three. Is there anything you want to re recover before we go to a break and talk about another three? Um, let me let me see. Uh, no, I can't. I can't think of anything. Yeah, no, that was uh, really short to the point. Um, so. Uh, but yeah, we, we can do a recap. So, you know, the suffering, um, I would remaster it. You would remake it. I would remake it, but I'd be, I, I, I'd still definitely be happy with a remaster. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be uh, very happy with a remaster. Those are good. They should get on that. Um, Zone of the Enders. Zone of the Enders. Yeah. Needs a sequel. I agree. In fact, that game needs its own episode, but... Nobody has time for that. We got other stuff to, to do, but um, yeah, no, I'd, you'd sequel it. I'd kind of, I'd reboot it. You'd reboot it. No, oh, that makes sense too. Yeah, but you know, I think sequel is better. N- well, now that you mention it, I don't know. It's kind of been a while. I don't think. Uh, I mean, because you'd have to be able to also market it to people. Yeah, that they've done that before. Released sequels years after the fact. You know, the the other one I get, I don't can you think of any examples? Because there's one yeah, that I can think of. Three, it's technically a sequel, but it doesn't really. I mean, it references the past games, but it's not like a direct continuation. You know what I mean? That's what I mean by sequel. It's a reboot in the form of a sequel. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. We could do that. You could do that. Um, Zone of the Enders three. It's a reboot in the form. Um, oh, fuck! I know there was another one I can't think of. Well, there's one another game that actually. Um, uh, Hideo Kojima worked on, which was Metal Gear Solid, is a direct sequel to Metal Gear Two, which came yeah. out eight years yeah. later. Even though, yeah, you don't so have it's to. It's like kind of it, that's kind of like a reboot in the form of a sequel. I guess, uh, sure, you could say that. Even though I don't know, in my opinion, it's not. But no, I can see why you'd say that. So I don't know because <laughs> it's not a top-down two D game. Well, technically it is. That's that's what's weird about it. It's like yeah, it yeah, plays yeah. almost exactly the same. I don't same. want to get you started on MGS. You're right. <laughs> we will be here all day. So, um, yeah, those are our three uh, for for the the first half. So, do you want you want you still want to stick with sequel it? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And an Armored Core. Um, do wait. Do you want to do a reboot in the form of a sequel or just straight sequel? God dang it. Now you got me confused. You mentioned MGS and it just wrecked my entire train of thought. <laughs> um, so I would... No, I think I'd agree with you. I'd, I'd do a reboot as well. You just straight reboot? No sequel? No sequel. From uh, from the from the start? God, I don't know. I, I'm conflicted. I, uh, yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to start it over from scratch. I would, yeah. What about this? Let's say they remaster 1 and 2. And then make a sequel. They already did. They did do that. Yeah, we okay. got we got HD remasters for the PS3, uh, not not too long ago, and they're great. Love them, but um, it's just um, 
what was it? Like, there's there were really a, a bunch of questions that needed answering. It was just, the universe was 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 is was established. A lot of good stuff happening there, but the characters I could really they weren't really memorable at all. So it's not like I, I needed to know. I would, but I would, I would just like another game in that universe, uh, which is apparently this universe, but you know, in the future. So you you get what I mean. So all right, then I'll I'll leave it at reboot. We'll reboot it. Yeah, I, that's what I would do. Our uh, Armored Core. Um, what reboot. Did you, you'd reboot that. Reboot. I, I hard I'll hard re- reboot. For the sake of argument, I would say, mm-hmm. you know, remake. Um, no, don't remake it. There's no point. Yeah, really, a reboot is the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so. You could technically sequel it, but. Good. Good. I don't know, but. Um, it's, I, I think, yeah, I think it's. Well, when was Armored Core 5 released? What, uh, what year was um, that? And is that the most recent? That, I believe that is. Was there a six? I. I swear I've heard yeah, the name. Yeah, there might have been... Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let's check it out. Something... I want to say that there was a six, but I don't I don't think there was. Well, there's a ton of Armored Core games. There's Armored Core, and then there was two followings before two came out. Then there was another Armored Core We're just Core talking about two, the main entries in Armored the series. Armored Core 3, and then there was a fuck ton of Armored Core games, including mobile games, before wow. Armored Core 4 came out. And then... Um, just the and main then Armored entries. Armored Core 5 came out. Yeah. Okay. There is no Armored Core 6. Good. So a sequel would be Armored Core 6. Okay. Got it. So. Yeah, they went the uh, Street Fighter route. <laughs> you know, um, people like putting robots together. Change it, change the hair color and then re-release yeah. it. I would actually reboot it in the form of a spiritual successor. I wouldn't even call it Armored Core. I just want a game where you can build robots and then fight them against each other. On okay, I'll yeah. I'll leave that as just a reboot. Yeah. 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 Okay. Reboot. We're rebooting them. So, uh, yeah. And the the second half of this episode, we're gonna we're gonna have another three games. But um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do kind of like a a screw Mary kill type situation where you know we we um each each one we can only pick one and then you know then the other one like so for example for these three. If we were to say the suffering, we would remake the suffering, reboot Zone of the Enders, and then remaster Ar- Armored Core, and I the other way around. or whatever. Yeah. You, you, get, you get what I mean. So that's what we're gonna do um, after the break. Talking about um, reboot, remake, or remaster. So we're gonna take a another set of games, and uh, and we pick one for each. So um, yeah, let's see how that goes. What's the what's the next three on the list? The first one is uh, Siphon Filter. Siphon Filter. Well, let's talk about uh, these games for a little bit. Um, okay. Siphon Filter um, is a, it's it's like a it's an espionage themed shooter. I guess you could call it. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a third person shooter. Which um, the first game uh, came out uh, a little after the first Metal Gear Solid. And it drew a lot of comparisons because they, they looked really similar. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of people thought that that Siphon Filter was um, it was trying to be Metal Gear Solid. But um, but uh, but no, um, it was uh, it was actually in development, uh, I, you know, around the same time as the, the original MGS. And uh, and they were de- developed completely independently. Um, and I, cause I actually talked with one of the developers of the game 
because some people had asked um, whether uh, Metal Gear Solid's first-person mode uh, inspired the ability to aim in first-person in Siphon Filter, because a lot of games uh, didn't have that in the, uh, at the time. Um, so I, you know, I was able to get in, in touch with uh, one of the people that worked on the game, and you know, I asked him, you know, did did Metal Gear Solid uh, influence the development of Siphon Filter at all? And he said, absolutely not. Uh, they, they, that's just they made the game that they wanted to make. Coincidence. Yeah, something like that. And um, you know, the Siphon Filter series is was pretty successful because uh, I think because people wanted more games like like MGS, and um, you know, it got multiple sequels and spinoffs. Um, but the most recent game was in 2007, right? Uh, we just yeah. just saw that. Um, amazingly enough, they were able to pump these games out pretty quick. There were, you know, Siphon Filter 1, 2, and 3 were all on the original PlayStation. Um, but was Siphon Filter the, the game that started out like a typical bro shoot 'em up game, but got really psychological towards the end? Um, I'm not sure. No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it was Maybe like you're a, thinking a different game. Possibly. Cause I don't, oh, that you're thinking Spec Ops, I think. Yep. Yeah. Um, right. No, yeah. Siphon Filter really didn't have a, it wasn't like super, super brotastical, but it was, uh, I don't know. It was, it was, it was more like there were, there were, there was like some, some, some stealth elements to it. Um, some really cool stuff, uh, that you could do like the, like the taser, you had this taser that you could shoot at enemies, and then it would they would like fry for a while, mm-hmm. and then at, at if you kept holding if you kept holding down the the button, they'd eventually light on fire, which was awesome at the time. Was this like a spiritual predecessor to Splinter Cell? No, not at all. Okay, um, it might you might consider it. I, I no, I I'm hesitant to call it a spiritual predecessor to the socom series oh yeah but okay. but it, they're really socom is team-based isn't it yeah they're really unrelated but you know it was yeah. it was still like that you know military style it was more just i think it was more more, more inspired by mission impossible than anything else oh okay yeah all right so or, and james bond things like that before we decide what to do with it let's um name the other two yeah uh the second one is red faction red faction Great game, um, the original. Yeah. yeah, I played it recently. The original two is namely the ones I want to talk about. I'm People hate like, the second game. Um, I apparently, it was okay. yeah, I thought the second game was fine <laughs> because it had that grenade launcher. When you shot it at somebody, and just like the, just their bloody stump legs would stand up, <laughs> yeah. they'd fall down. That was awesome. Yeah, um, we but, had uh, a uh, we had a motto when playing Red Faction. That's right, we did. Yeah, uh, it, it was, was just there was like when in doubt, blow a hole in it. Yeah, that's what you did. That's yeah, just what you did. What do you do? Game. Like, man, I don't know where to go. I know what you got to do. Blow, Blow a, a hole, hole in it. it. That's right. Um, <laughs> so the first game uh, came out for the PS2 in 2001. Revolutionary. It uh, f- featured what uh, THQ, well, the developers Volition, um, and we'll talk more about them later on uh, when we're talking about uh, reboots, remakes, and remasters. Um, but Volition, uh, they. They um they developed this uh, engine they called GeoMod, the, the you know they had this GeoMod engine where you know you could you could um in real time deform um you know most 
walls in the game. So you could, you know, if, if, if a door was locked, you could literally blow it, blow up the wall next to it to, to get past. And it was pretty, pretty crazy. You know, not a lot, uh, something that really no game had had before. Uh, you know, so being able to, to dynamically alter the world like that was just yeah. unbelievable. It was it was fairly revolutionary. Yeah, no, seriously. And they tried to continue the this um I guess this tradition, all the red faction games afterwards, um, featured being able to uh, you know, dynamically destroy the environment, which mm-hmm. was super cool. Um, but do you think it was the godfather of destructible environments? Not at all. No? Um, no, because, because the destruction that did happen in the, in the first game wasn't, um, it really wasn't super pretty. It was a very ugly game. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, destructible environments, I think it's, sometimes it's cooler when there's stuff like in Dark Souls where you have like crates that you can, you can roll through or, um, or tables and chairs and, uh, you know, and. I think, um, cause like you can blow up a table or a chair in, in red faction and it'll just disappear in an explosion. But, you know, being able to like have the, have the pieces interact with the world through physics and have weight to them and you'd be able to, to roll and fly, um, with the, you know, with the havoc engine, this was, yeah, red faction was before the havoc engine. So it didn't have ragdoll physics, things yeah. like that. But, um, they, so in 2008, they the third game in the series Red Faction Guerrilla was kind of like a reboot, um, and it, it was like instead of the the Geomod engine being able to like because with the Geomod engine you could you could uh, you could like drill a hole with explosions you know as as far as your console's processor would let you, um, but they kind of with the I think they did Geomod 2.0 they called it in Red Faction Guerrilla where it was a, they had all these buildings and they they would blow up dynamically and um yeah. and so and you could you could walk through the building like in open doors and you know and climb the stairs but then you could also plant ex- explosives strategically and bring the, an entire structure I remember down. that and I yeah. thinking that was hey that's kind of cool right but i miss blowing a hole in shit yeah <laughs> yeah i wanted to, you know being able to like like drill through the ground was that was a lot more fun uh, in certain ways, but Red Gorilla was still really good. But then Red Faction Armageddon, a lot of people didn't like, and that game had some kind of like time altering power and terraforming or something. Yeah, it was terraforming. You could actually reverse it. destruction, I think, or you could like like I don't know. I I I know Red Faction Armageddon didn't review well, but um, it's been uh, it's been ten years. No. It's been uh, let's see, six years since the last game, so yeah, um, just about time to give the series some more attention. We say, yeah. Uh, so, okay, before we do that, last game, Bashudo Blade. Bashudo Blade. Prosciutto Blade. Like Prosciutto Blade. Prosciutto Blade. Yeah, it's a it's a knife made out of thinly sliced meat. Prosciutto Blade. No, Bashido Blade. Bashudo Blade. Bashido. This is a game I I did not I did not Bushido Bushido Blade right, um, yeah, B U B U S H I D O Blade. It's, is that that sounds like bingo? Just might as well just call it bingo blade. 
Anyway, um, I did not play this. You did, so you... I did play it. It just had a 20th anniversary. Um, it was released in 1997 okay. for the Is PlayStation. Is just a single game? No, like a there sequel? was a sequel, Bushido Blade 2, which was actually not as good. I didn't like it as much as the first one. Okay. But what's special about Bushido Blade is that it's a it's a one-on-one fighting game, like Tekken, or Street Fighter, or Mortal Kombat, but it is, um, these are some of the only games, I think there was, there was another one, but, um, I mean, there was a, there were the same developers did this other game for the Xbox, I'm not going to talk about it, but, um. It was, it had a realistic damage model. So you could, um, you know, one, one strike to the head or, or torso or vital organ would, would kill your opponent. And if you get hit in the arm or the leg, it disables that limb. So it was, you know, you could, you could be strategical with it. But it also had this like dynamic parrying system where you could, you could swing your sword to parry somebody else's strike which was it was it was super cool and it was all samurai themed and you know it was great did it have a story mode it did have a story mode yeah there were these really crappy cutscenes, and when i was playing it when i was like seven or eight you know i'm wondering like why are every why is everybody speaking japanese like you know don't they know that this is america but you know like whatever <laughs> then i learned japanese and then it was yeah uh so um I wish I could say I learned Japanese to play Bushido Blade, but no. Was it one of the only games out at that time that had a story mode? One of the only fighting games out at that time that had a story mode? You know, actually, um, it was it was kind of special for that because most fighting games you just you go through like you go through arcade mode and you, it's just fight after fight. But in Bushido Blade, in between every single fight, there is a cutscene. You know, and, the, and just like with a couple pieces of dialogue that would explain like, you know, like the relationship between you and the person you just fought or, you know, it was, you know, it was kind of cool. Like you didn't see that in fighting games a lot. Um, and I, fighting games to this day um, don't do that that often. So um, anyway, those are those are our three games. So we got uh, Siphon Filter, Siphon Filter, Red Faction, Red Faction. And Bushido Blade. Prosciutto Blade. Prosciutto. <laughs> make sure... Bushido. <laughs> Bushido no, Blade. Make sure to include just a, a bunch of pictures of sliced slice meat and, you know, just... Prosciutto Blade. Prosciutto Blade, yeah. That's what. That's how we're going to reboot it. We're going to have just, just forget the swords and the samurais. You just you fight with bacon. <laughs> just, just throw it at each other. <laughs> so it is is Bushido. Yeah, it's Bushido. Bushido, Bushido uh, if you don't know, Bushido was... Um, it's, it's like chivalry... It was the um, honor code of the samurai. So the samurai trained in, uh, you know, this, this chivalrous art, and they would study this form for how to, really it was like, you know, how to honorably duel someone. Be a main? Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's really stupid, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, I don't know, just, it was like, you so, know, the samurai's honor code. What would you do to each? Um, all right, so filter. screw Mary Kill. No, we're gonna do so. I would, I mean, let's see, I'm gonna, I would remake Siphon Filter. You would remake it, yeah. I would reboot uh, Red Faction and I would remaster Bushido Blade because, Bushido, okay, yeah, Bushido Blade is, uh, I, I can play it to this day, it still holds up pretty well. Okay, so um, 
let's see. I agree. I honestly I agree with what you what you said. Um, but let's go into a little bit of detail. Siphon filter. You said you would. You would what? I forget. Actually, I should have done these one at a time. Um, no, because I remake. Think, you'd remake re, re, Red Faction. I don't think so. Um, I would reboot Red Faction. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Reboot Red Faction. I would reboot Red Faction for sure. That one I know one hundred percent. So siphon filter. Let's start with that. You'd remake yeah. it. Why? Actually, uh, you know, I don't know because the first three games in the series I, I think are the best um, because after that three was kind of like you know it was like it was, it was too much. Two was my favorite, um, you know. But then after like there was this um, this PS two game um, siphon filter the Omega Strain I think it was called. Which was like you were you were being commanded by Gabe Logan, the main character of the, the first three, and it was just too. I didn't like it at all. Um, so actually, I would actually remaster Siphon Filter because really? I yeah the the first three I think were they're 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 pretty fun. Then would you remake Bushido Blade? Absolutely, yeah. Bushido Blade deserves a remake, a complete overhaul. Um, you know, to just to bring it into the modern day, but I would keep the gameplay nearly exactly the same. I'd, I'd actually make it a, a bit more faster paced, but those models and those environments need a huge update, and a, re- a remaster just wouldn't be enough. So, okay. Yeah. So Siphon Filter, you'd remaster it. Yeah, because I, I think yeah that game with like like in a just starting uh, from the first one. Yeah. Siphon Filter 1. You'd remaster. 1, 2, and 3 in a collection. Okay. Do an HD collection. HD with collection. 16 by 9 aspect ratio. Uh, high right. def textures. Uh, you know, uh, full HD resolution. But I, you know, I w- really wouldn't change those those games too much. I'm glad you stuck Red Faction as a reboot because yeah. I, I, I like that. There are some things that I would keep with it. Keep with it. I would, I would um, Maybe along the same lines as destructible environments, I would st- I would stick with the um, the blow a hole in it. <laughs> oh yeah, I would I would because uh, it was the first one where you like got the rocket launcher almost instantly. Right, right, and, and yeah. you just started blowing blowing just shit blowing up. stuff up, blowing shit up. It's, it's you were blowing it's a, a hole good... in it from the get go. Yeah, and I think they did not hold you back. It wasn't no. an ability you unlocked. Like you now can blow a hole in it. Like no. Yeah, you can and I think right they the should start. reboot it. Just reboot the whole series from there. Right. Yeah. With that starting point, yeah. And um, that would be nice. That would be nice. So to see. Um, that it deserves a, a bit more of a history lesson. Um, so some of the developers that worked on the Descent series, which was a series of uh, of first-person shooters from the '90s, they split off and formed Volition. Um, and that it, it showed uh, there was this there was this, this spacecraft vehicle that you could fly in Red Faction, and it it, it looked a lot like uh, like Descent. Mm-hmm. People that uh, know what I'm talking about, um, and uh, you know so but vehicles were a big component of the Red Faction series, and then um, what was it? That's distracting. What was it? <laughs> What the heck was that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I think somebody was w- wishing Red Faction a happy birthday. This is on Steam. Somebody's got a picture of a of a, one of the guards with a party hat, which is all right. It's kind of cool. 
a party hat while they while they were reloading a weapon, I guess. Right. I don't know. Either way. Oh my god, that reload animation was great. Um I wish you could see it, but you can't. Sorry. So, um vehicles are a big component of Red Faction, but um for the first two games, so is the first person perspective, but then with uh, Yes. I wanna I wanna make I wanna make that point is yeah. go back to the first person. I would agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because Red Faction, Gorilla, and Armageddon were both right. switched to third person. Yeah, yeah. Stick with still, F- still stick good. with first person. But no, yeah, no, Red Faction really is is best when in first person because you can really see like yeah. the like the, the devastation that, that you cause and and it, it emphasizes the, the impact you have on the environment. So Keep Red Faction first person. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, make more, please. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, who owns Red Faction now? THQ Nordic? Jeez. Um, yeah, I know it, it might be a pipe dream, but I think, you know. Yeah. THQ is out of business, but they, they, they've been rebranded as THQ Nordic, so. Oh, yeah, huh. So maybe, fingers crossed, we can we THQ get THQ had some good stuff. You know, in its heyday. Did you know THQ stands for Toy Headquarters? That's cool. No, it's the worst <laughs> freaking company name on the planet. But you know, hey, THQ rolls off. So, top. and Bushido Blade remake. We're re- Explain. I'm, I'm remaking that entirely. Explain. Um, um, so, Bushido Blade was uh, released fairly early into the original PlayStation's life cycle. People hadn't really figured out how to best take advantage of it. Um, even though uh, Squaresoft, when they were still known as Squaresoft before they bought Enix and merged with, um, with became Squeenix, um, Squaresoft was was doing some amazing stuff in 1997. Uh, you know, Final Fantasy VII um, was was uh, no, it was ugly as heck. Now, let me let me be perfectly clear. Like those, um, no, yeah, the oh, the models in Final Fantasy VII are just disgustingly distracting and ugly, but. The pre-rendered backgrounds are great. Um, sh- That's when you said when you first said Bushido Blade. Prosciutto Blade. Prosciutto Blade <laughs> needs to be uh, a remastered. Yeah. Immediately, what, immediately, what I thought of was Final Fantasy VII re- re- remaster. It's basically what it is, right? Um, That's a remaster. No, FF Seven's being remade and completely. Really, that's a remake. Complete remake. I thought it was a remaster. No, yeah, they're, they're oh, so in the so would it be in this sense in the same sense as as the this Final Fantasy VII remaster that's coming a remake that's coming out? Not as not on as big a scale because yeah, Bushido Blade's a pretty small scale game. It is. It's not epic like Final Fantasy VII. It's or not it an RPG. Seems anyway. Yeah, it's not an <laughs> RPG. It's it's a fighting game. Yeah, you, you don't need to dedicate too many resources to it. I would even. You know, I would I would keep it indie. You know, like try and aim for a price point of twenty bucks, and just just try and you know get some like release it on Steam only, um, or you know P- or PSN or, or Xbox PSN. Live. Oh Arcade. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. a, a, down, it, a yeah. download title. But um, there are a few, there are there are a couple indie games actually right now that are trying to um, be like Bushido Blade and have like you know a realistic damage model where one hit can kill you. Um, but I just I want more more fighting games like that where you know damage is is realistic and yeah and you fight with weapons and you know you know one hit kills and you have to be really strategic and mind your pacing and um, and I think I would remake it because I would actually make it the original Bushido Blade actually isn't too deep because you can spam certain attacks and it's like almost it just it's it's not a matter of of skill it's more like 
you have these wide range attacks that you know give you a sixty percent chance of of hitting the enemy, but you know you can still just run away and come back and try it all over. It's it's really if you've played the game, it can it can get really cheap really fast. Um, it's still cool, but I would I would um I'd really you know just fine tune it and uh, you know just make it make it awesome. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. All right. Yeah. So. The last three games, Siphon Filter, Remastered, Red Faction, Rebooted, and Bushido Blade, <laughs> Remade. And uh, Prosciutto Blade coming soon. Look for it in your stockings. App store. Yeah, look for it in your stockings or, uh, what'd you say? App Store. App Store. In, in App, App store, store. or you Sounds know, Sounds like a, mo- a mobile game. You know, it'll just, uh, yeah, it could be, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Prosciutto Blade. You know, one, if a piece of bacon lands in your eye, you're done. So realistic. <laughs> um, so you, you know, hot grease. Just, what is prosciutto anyway? I know it's thinly sliced meat, but it isn't, I don't know. It's like, I have no idea. Well, it's like super fucking salty. Last time I yeah, had it, it was salty as shit. It's kind of grody. Uh, we're not making that game, but Bushido Blade should get a remake, um, and they should just make more games like it, because uh, it's a classic. So, um, yeah, you agree with every single one of those? I do. All right. Then then we did a good job. Uh, and uh, that's about it, yeah. Uh, you know? List some games that you would want to see reboot, remade, or remastered. For sure. Yeah, put that in the comments. Yeah. Um, tell us... Odds are, is we already have it on our list, but I'd like to I'd like to know your opinion. I swear to God, if anybody <laughs> says Half-Life, you know, just even says the word half, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump through the internet and end them. So, just, you know, mind your manners. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> just everybody's going to list Half-Life 3. That's the only comment they list. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, they can't, you know, well, I don't know. They they can't they can't uh, remaster a game that is, is never coming out. So exactly, um, Duke Nukem Forever. Let's remake that. No, uh, <laughs> maybe <laughs> no. Um, yeah, tell us uh, in the comments if you agree uh, with our list, um, and uh, it, you know, tell us your own games that that you want to see more attention paid to. 